This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. Tonight's a different episode, and um, if you were around about a year ago, we, we did one of these then, and we're going to do another one tonight. Um, I don't know why it was ever called the Benchwarmers Fireside Chat. I don't know why it was called that. I don't think we called it that last time, but... Um, we're doing it again this time. And those of you who remember, I've got just some friends of mine here that are just going to ask each other questions. Um, no scoring or anything. We're just going to ask questions. So let's um, meet everyone who's here tonight. By the way, I'm Dan. I don't think I said that. I thought you might knew that, but I am Dan. Um, but I'm joined here tonight. And it's going to go around my um, screen, um, starting with Greg Zethner. How are you doing tonight, Greg? Doing good. How are you doing, Dan? I'm doing great, and um, we've also got Gary Middleton. Gary, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. Glad to be here. This is uh, this is always fun. Yeah, and then we have um, some of you have heard of this guy before. Um, if you were listening to any of our fast break episodes in the past one month, you saw that Scotty Barber came to our rescue, um, and Scott's here tonight. Scott, how you doing? Doing great, man. I appreciate you having me on again, especially after. Uh took this podcast might take less time than it took for me to come up with the answer last time that uh i was on so <laughs> hopefully the the goal is to keep it under that amount of time you got the answer though so that's the but i that's got the, it that's the biggest thing i did get it and, and, and to be fair i called you like out of the blue <laughs> to ask the question. I, I, I literally I it was so late at night i was like oh man dan must be in trouble uh, i need to, i need to get this <laughs> it was it was like past 10 o'clock on a, a regular week night just out of nowhere and i was like oh man dan might be might might be in a hard spot right now i might need to uh, be getting in a car and heading down to north carolina i don't know also, to be fair, you would be my first call if that were to happen. So, <laughs> I I appreciate that, sir. Yep. Anyway, so what we're doing tonight is, um, Greg, Gary, and Scott have all come up with five questions that are, I don't know, I said in your wheelhouse or in your area of expertise or just things you wanted to ask questions about. So we're going to uh, go round robin and have them all ask their questions. And then when they are done, I will be asking 15 stream of consciousness questions, just ones that uh, they move right on to the next one. So that's what we're doing tonight. It's going to be very, very, I don't know. It, we're, we're loose. We're, we're breezy. So um, let's start. Um, let's start with, with Greg tonight. We'll just go in the order that I started the four. So we'll go Greg, Gary, Scott. All right. Okay. Sounds good. So last year when I was on, I did all my questions on the same topic. The New York Mets, my favorite team. This year, I'm going to try to change it up so the questions are a little different, but there's all one theme. They're all kind of about me. Like questions about towns I've lived in, schools I've gone to, things like that. So started off um, from originally East Meadow, New York, little town uh, about half hour outside Midtown Manhattan. I have a few famous sports legends from the town, Dr. J, uh, former UFC champion Matt Serra. And the guy that I'm going to ask this question about. So when I was a kid, I lived right next to the high school. And anytime I walked by and the doors to the gym were open, I thought it was so cool. I had this jersey hanging up in the gym of 
uh, Major League Saw Young winner who had gone to the school. Um, so now basically the question is, who is this person? His number 16 jersey was hanging up in the school. He graduated from East Meadow High School in 1979 and was drafted by the Royals, but he didn't sign. He pitched 11 shutout innings in what's considered the greatest college baseball game in history. And then he was drafted in 1981 in the second round by the team for which he would win the Cy Young. So who was that? I'm just going to stop and let you guys talk this one out because I'm pretty sure I have the answer already. I'm glad you have the answer. I had a feeling. So an 81 Cy Young Award winner. Uh, if no, Dan he was drafted, was... right? Drafted in 81? Yeah, he was drafted in 81 oh. um, by the team that he would win the Cy Young Award. But he would he win? Number okay. 16. Mm-hmm. Number 16. So he wore 16 in the pros, too. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's what um, I was wondering. Um, and, he, okay. and he started, pitched 11 shutout innings in the greatest college baseball game in history. If I'm if so, a pro pitcher that played college that wore 16 and played primarily in the 80s, at least early on. Talk it out, and then when you get to the point where you don't think you have it, just tell me, and I'll, yeah. I'll tell you what. Outside it is. of watching uh, uh, Arkansas baseball for our good friend Wesley Wells, I don't watch a lot of college baseball. So, I definitely wasn't watching when I was like six when this happened. Um, I learned recently that USC had a very dominant college baseball program before recent years. They've won like 12 worlds college world series, which is the most. So maybe somebody from USC that went, uh, I, I don't know though. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, you had a Frank Viola pitching that was pretty good back then. But Frank I don't Viola, know. and that would be right in Greg's wheelhouse, and he's the one I, asking the question. Mm-hmm. I don't know his number. I don't know his number either, Much yeah. else about him. I keep trying to think of prolific 80s pitchers, and there's a uh, major Philly that I'm – why can't I think of his name? Tug McGraw? No, but I like him. Uh, no, Carl- like Carlton. Uh, Carlton. Carlton. Yeah, Carlton. Lefty, yeah. I don't know. I don't know his number either. I thought he was earlier than 80. I always picture most pitchers as being higher numbered than 16, so that throws me off right there. But. Just so that we don't, uh, you know, go forever yeah. on this. You, yeah, you, Dan, put us out of our misery. Well, no, you've, already, you've already got it. It's it's Frank Viola. No that, kidding. Uh, oh, it's Frank Viola. Oh, good job, yeah, Gary. Yeah, wow. that, that, that game that, uh, that Greg is referencing um, was uh, St. John's Yale, and he uh, faced against um, faced off against Ron Darling. Oh, wow. That would be a good pitching matchup. My goodness. Yeah, Darling threw, nice. I think, 12 or 11 no-hit innings and lost it in the 12th. Oh, man. Mm. Brutal. And he left again. Yeah, they talk about that almost every year at the anniversary of that game. They talk about that during Mets games, and Viola spent a long time with the Mets organization as yeah. well. Wow. Good question. 1987 nice. World Series hero. Oh, yeah. Sweet so, music. Yep. All right. Moving on to Gary. All right. I have, well, I'm basically like the city of Springfield is in the United States. I'm all over the map. I, <laughs> um, I've got a variety of different things, but I'm going to ask something first about a new sport I picked up since last time we did this, and that's curling. So I'm calling the category Stop Hammer Time. This is about... <laughs> the special terminology used in curling 
curling is known as chess on ice due to its multiple thinking moves ahead strategy and also known as the roaring game due to the rumbly noise that it makes as it goes down the ice, the stone, I should say. Uh, but again, there's a lot of unique terms in curling. So let's see how many you can figure out what their meaning is. And I'm going to give you five terms and let you kind of hash out what you think they are. Um, number one is biter, B-I-T-E-R. Number two is bonspiel. Number three is burned stone. Number four is hack, H-A-C-K. And number five is pebble. So the ones I know right off the top, um, the bonspiel is the, is the, the tournament. It's the, the, yeah, the, the big competition. Um, the pebble, I've heard of that one. It's, well, that's, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's the water that they spray on the ice. Hmm. I, I think those two are right. Are th- those two are right, right? Uh, those Gary? two are correct. Yeah. Bonspiel's okay. a tournament or a competition and pebble or pebbling. They s- sprinkle water with like a portable sprinkle head as they go up and down the ice to create a stipple effect or whatever you want to call it. Little raised bumps that are frozen, which reduces the friction, helps the, the stones move better and curl better. It's so, like yeah. a Zamboni, but not in reverse yeah, they do, they do a <laughs> scraping, they do out, a scraping process out, yeah. also occasionally but yeah. the pebbling is between every match to uh refresh the surface it's like oiling the lane and bowling all right so what else do we have we have the biter a biter a burned stone and a hack what a burn a burned stone, stone i feel like i remember hearing yeah. during the olympics it, it, uh, isn't that one that you just throw out there and, and just to specifically to knock another one out? Or well, I was wondering, is it that, or is it one you just use as a blocker? You don't try to score with. I it, think that's a blocker, block. though. That's the reason I was I thought about that's that. But the I'll other the other block. one's the hammer that you're throwing that you're knocking it out with. That's the one and, that you're okay. Yeah. So that's the hammer. Okay. Um, could that be one that doesn't count? Like it was something's wrong with it something uh or or it's an extra one that you didn't need uh so you just threw it away because you'd already won the the that set of throws like hmm. they'd already like they'd already went through all of theirs so yours uh essentially like, like the whole team not batting in the ninth that yeah. was that wasn't yeah. where i was going but i like that I was saying like one that like a like one that doesn't count like one that was like touched or something like that but oh, you're, I, you're I like, saying one that's been interfered with, yeah, like a, yes, exactly, yeah, like a foul but ball like, or something. Like I that, like yeah. the I like the other one though, like like when you're playing uh, um, cornhole and you've already got the points and you right, you just chuck it, right? Truck, yeah. <sighs> um. Although I like what you described as being touched as maybe one of the other ones, like a hack yeah. or a biter. I I don't I don't know anything about the hack. Yeah, hack. I've got nothing for him. That may be one of the brooms. Is that maybe what the what they call the brooms that they the sweepers use? I think those are just called brooms, but they just called brooms. Okay. Yeah. And is there any different name for the positions? The person who throws the stone and the sweepers. Is it a skip that throws the stone? I think skip throws. Well, yeah. I, the skip is. 
I that sounds right. Okay, we're gonna have to let's let's see what we got yeah. here. Let's. I, I have right. no idea what a biter is unless you. I don't know. That's uh yeah. That's a zombie. We'll call it a zombie. Okay. Uh, well, a zombie thrower. Yeah, that's a biter. All right, and then what are we saying on the burnstone? That's the one that you throw just to get it out of the, get it out of the way because you don't yeah, need it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I don't know if that does that happen in curling though. I don't know. If we want to go with your answer of it's one that's been interfered with and needs to be, you know, done away with. I, I don't I'm think okay you would throw a stone away because you're still trying to score points for future rounds. Yeah, I guess I, it's not like you throw one away. It's not like lawn darts or things. Well, that, but it'd be at, at the, a, unless it's at the end, like if you've got the lead at the end. Right. But if you, are you hitting hole. a certain target that you drop down to if you miss? I don't think that happens in curling. I mean, that happens in lawn darts. It happens in cornhole and stuff, you know, but yeah, I don't know. All right. Let's go with your answer then. All right. So we're going to go, we're going to go with the, the biter is a zombie. <laughs> yes. The burnstone is one that was interfered with and the hack. It's hardcore, hardcore hurling or curling. Hardcore curling <laughs> is, is the hack. That's right. Um, all right. Well, here we go. You were kind of on track with some of these and kind of not with others, but, uh, first you of all, ha- not on track? Oh, sure. no. <laughs> hammer, hammer is actually the final shot the team with the hammer is oh. the team that has the last oh, shot, okay. which obviously is the one that has the opportunity to, to knock the, things out, put yeah. it in the house or knock something out, but nobody else can do anything to that because it's the last one thrown. And they will throw that away at the very end. You're correct because that happened to us last week uh, where the other team had the lead. They didn't want to risk ruining Knocking anything, anything so they just oh, yeah. you know threw it short and ended it. But to right. get to these answers, a burned stone is a stone that was in motion that's touched by a player. Oh, well, the stone's Dan. in motion, touched by a player or their equipment, and it gets taken from play. Good job. Um, yeah. The biter is the, the goal is to get your stones to land within the scoring rings. And a biter is one that just barely catches the edge. It's biting the oh. edge of the scoring oh, okay. surface. Okay, that makes sense. And uh, so you're sweeping like crazy trying to get that thing in if it's going to be short to make it become a biter, basically. Um, and the hack is the equipment similar to a starting block in track and field. It's a foothold device that's planted on the ice oh, uh, okay. that you push off from. For okay. Yeah, so I've seen them do that. Sense. Okay. Yep. Yep. That makes, that makes sense. perfect sense. Yeah. And right. the shoes have a Teflon surface on the bottom that's extremely, extremely slippery when it hits ice, as my concussion from two weeks ago can tell you. <laughs> when, oh man! When I got a little over overconfident getting up and turning all at the same time and went down like Charlie Brown, so wow, yeah, oh. it was it was rough. <laughs> so, so there you go. Brutal, man. All right, Scott, it's up to you. All right. So um, we last time I was on, it was dealing with WVU football. So let's go ahead and start with WVU football. Uh, so my questions are all going to be things that, like Dan said, I really know and enjoy. But I think for most part, my questions are mostly gettable. 
especially to people who know sports. So uh, pretty middle road, even light for some. But without further ado, my first uh, question is in the category of West Virginia football. What West Virginia native and former WVU Mountaineer is to date the only player to win Super Bowl MVP while on a losing team and was also the first defensive player to win the award? There's two of them that jump out at me, and I got to remember which one's which. This is the one for the Cowboys. Do you guys have this? I, I, um, I, yeah, that's you would think that would scream being a losing team defensive player winning the uh, MVP. Yeah, I've definitely heard it before. I was but thinking, I've got nothing. I, I was thinking there was a a cornerback or somebody that might have out of Michigan, but not West Virginia. I, I could be so wrong with that. There's um, two names out there. Leon Lett was that a guy on uh, Dallas? You said Dallas. Was, yeah, he was, was on Dallas. Um, he, he his his um claim to fame was getting the ball knocked out by Don Beebe on on the way yeah, to the, on a fumble return. Yeah, and he also had the Miami game where he, uh, where he slid into slid the, into yeah. the ball and made it live again. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I I know this name. Um, what uh, time frame? What year? It's early. Thinking? It's it's early. So seventies, you mean? Early seventies. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's a linebacker. <coughs> um, I don't know if I'm going to remember his name, I should know this. Yeah, I don't think I can. I don't think I can help you unless it's Smith or Johnson. Yeah, I can't help with this one. And it was, I think it was what Super Bowl five, I think. That was the Colts. Um, it was the Colts, yeah. Oh man. So what? Chuck, Chuck Chuck Howley. Chuck Howley. That's it. I gotta tell you, Dan was all over this. Super Bowl five, Dallas Cowboys, Chuck Howley is the correct answer. Wow. Good job. Nice Very job. Nice. nice job. But yeah, that uh that question stuck out to me too, because I was like, man, that's the one of those that I had forgotten even researching it and was like, man, I should really know this, especially being the only uh, losing team MVP and first defensive player. Uh, but yeah, you're, you nailed it. Uh, Baltimore beat uh, Dallas 16, 13 and Chuck Halley was the MVP for Dallas and for the Super Bowl. Awesome. All I right. Never, never heard of him. I'm looking him up. All right, I'm um, moving on to Greg for his second question. Okay, so now moving on to high school. I didn't go to East Meadow High School. I went to Holy Trinity High School just down the road. Not a lot of famous sports alumni, more, more known for its theater program, but it has a few. So this person that I'm looking for, um, again, from Long Island, he played college and basketball, uh, started alongside James Worthy, Sam Perkins, Kenny Smith, Brad Doherty, and Michael Jordan. He was later the head coach at UNC from 2000 to 2003, and he also spent time as the head coach of Notre Dame, Florida Atlantic, and Southern Methodist. So who is that? Oh, shoot. I have this. Um, I should know it from the UNC reference. Yeah, that's... <laughs> who took over after Dean Smith stepped down is basically... That's play. it, yep. Um, I can't think of it either did take over now that i should know that cold who took over for wait a minute what was the years on that 2000 2003 that wasn't okay stupid okay never mind that wasn't the one that took over for dean smith it's not not if he played with worthy and jordan and stuff right it's 
now I'm feeling stupid. I, I always feel stupid. So if you, me. his his name is on our screen right now. Oh, you, Gary, Kevin. If, is if it you look, Kevin? if you look at the, if you look at yeah. the empty. Oh, Brad Doherty. The empty room. Oh, Brad. Yeah. No, it's no, it's Matt. It's Matt. Is Doherty. it Matt Doherty? Yes. Really? Yes. Really. It is Matt. Not Doherty. spelled that way, but yes, that's it. Yeah. And I did not do that on purpose, and didn't even realize it until you just said that's that. very funny. That's yeah. I was going. I can see this. Yeah. I I still can't remember who took over for. Dean well, Smith. then when did when did Dean Smith? retire then it had to have been around then it was uh mid to late 90s i think when i, I looked thinking... it up someone else had coached for three years before doherty wow okay mm. Mm. nice nice fascinating yeah. david lux is yelling at us right now but sorry david i can't remember who that was <laughs> yeah it, w- it went matt doherty then roy williams then hubert davis um but yeah mm. fascinating mm. yep all right, let's move on over to Gary again. All right. Well, I've got a few choices here. I've got one theme game, and I don't know how much time we're going to have. So I, I kind of wanted to do my my theme that there's six questions, six different answers, and they all fit a common bond theme that I, uh, you can try to see if you can figure out. All right, um, well, let's do this. Let's Let's do that, and then... If we have to cut anything out, then we'll you know cut some stuff out. But uh, let's let's yeah. do this. I want to. If Gary does a, if Gary does a theme game, I want to do it. It's going to be good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know that the individual questions are going to be horribly difficult, which is good. That'll keep things moving, and I can stop and continue to give further clues on some of them also. So I might hold back a little information early and see if I need to give you more. But let's start. Question one, this NFL quarterback holds many NFL career records for left-handed quarterbacks, um, including most touchdown passes by a lefty, passing yards, and completions. Uh, He played for the team that drafted him for the first nine and final year of his 14-year career uh, after stints with two other teams in between. Uh, Who is that quarterback? Who, Who would this be? For nine and 14 seasons... Left-handed quarterback wouldn't be Steve Young. No, because he was he was drafted by the by the uh, Buccaneers. That's right. I, I think I, I've heard that Ken Stabler is the first lefty to win the Super Bowl, but I don't I don't know much about him. Well, your other left-handed quarterbacks, you've got um, Boomer Siason. Oh yeah, Boomer Siason. That's a that's a good answer. Because I know he uh, he eventually left for the Jets, I believe. Yeah, I could see Boomer Sison being being the answer. I can't believe I didn't think of Boomer Sison, but yeah, he's in your backyard. Um, I don't know. Well, let's what do you, what do you got? What do you, what should we go with? All right, I, I say go with Boomer. Boomer. Yeah. Okay, we'll go with Boomer. All right. Well, should I stop you when you hit on the right answer like you did or let you suffer and continue to name other <laughs> names? Uh, yes. Boomer Esiason. Okay. All right. So Boomer Esiason is one. Yep. Question number two. This Olympic gymnast who coincidentally married another Olympic gymnast 
an Olympic resume of total of five golds, three silvers, one bronze that were won in Moscow and Montreal. Uh, this athlete was also linked to a piece of music used as a theme music for an American soap opera, The Young and the Restless, where the true title of the song was Cotton's Dream, but it became known as this athlete's theme. Who is right. this gymnast? That Komenich? That's Nadia Komenich. Nadia Komenich? Yep. Nadia Komenich. Nadia's theme was uh, enormous. Yep. Question three. This MLB legend was one of the first five to be inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. He received the second most votes of that class, tied with the most anyway with another player. In 1905, he signed a contract with Louisville Slugger to produce the first bat with a player's signature on it. Uh, he played in two World Series, 1903 and 1909. Played many positions, but was shortstop in those series. Ended his career with 3,420 hits, which is eighth all-time. 101 homers, 723 stolen bases, which is 10th all-time. Who is this all-time great pirate? Oh, Honus uh, Wagner. That's what Honus yeah, Wagner. Wagner. Yeah. yeah. It is Honus Wagner. I could have stopped you partway through that question. I, I had yeah. a feeling. There was a lot of information, but uh, yeah. 1903, I was, if you wouldn't have even given Pirate, I was like, well, no, that's the Boston Americans and Pittsburgh Pirates, and that's yeah. where I led me to Honus Wagner. Yeah, I made a note of the first class. So yeah, the first class. Well, that's yeah. what I was doing as I was yeah. working from the first class. So, I was like, I know the five of the first class, and that one's. I, I literally wrote this the day before Learned League had a question about a member of the first class. And thank you for writing this because I wouldn't have known it without that. So, oh, there you go. <laughs> Love the timing on that. All right. Question four this current NFL coach is only second to Bill Belichick in all-time wins as a coach and fifth for any coach active or retired current active coach. Uh, he's gathered these wins while coaching two teams over his career. Over his college coaching line stints, he was a Gator, a Lumberjack, a Miner, and a Tiger. Who am I talking about? I don't know if he, what his college teams were, but I'm thinking Andy Reid. Probably Andy Reid with Philadelphia and Kansas City, but yeah, I don't is know. Act, active, yes, he active? is the second yeah. active. Yeah, with that's the most Andy wins. Yeah, um, okay, it is Andy Reid. Yep, he was with San Fran State, the Gator. That's the Gator, apparently. Northern hmm. Arizona Lumberjacks, UTEP Miners, and Missouri Tigers. But, yeah, the other information was what would get you there, of course. Five, uh, question five, this hockey player played college for Boston U and averaged over 20 goals per season for four years from 74 to 77. His coach called him Pete Rose on skates. He never played one game for the NHL to some degree by choice but did play in a game in which he scored a goal, which was later voted as the greatest highlight of all time by ESPN viewers. Who is this legendary hockey captain? Is that Mike Ruzioni? It's going to be Ruzioni. Yeah. Yeah. It is Mike Ruzioni. And the final question, this hall of fame legendary wrestler had other ring names, such as the spider, the big Gino, Mr. Madness, executioner and bone saw and his actual last name was Paffo 
but none were as notable as the name that we all know him by today. His first name was not James, and he was not slender in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> it also is not known if he was a fan of the village people. You heard me. I said it. Oh, yeah. Who is this wrestler? Scott, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, the, 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 the shit. Let's see if uh see if I can it's late in the night, see if I can do the voice at all. Oh yeah, maybe you're talking about the guy with a cup of coffee, a cup of coffee, yeah. Randy Savage, yeah, yeah. Bone saws ready. I got three minutes with you, yeah. That's the guy from that Spider-Man movie, right? Yeah, that's the that's the guy from the Spider-Man movie. So that is of course correct. I knew you'd be all over this. I uh I don't know much about wrestling, but it's very difficult for me to uh, level set how difficult something is. But I knew you'd get there pretty easy. So I wanted to have fun with that one. All right. So the, there's a theme here. There is a theme with those theme. six Jeez. answers. Okay. Okay. So let's think about this. So we've got Boomer Esiason. What's Boomer's first name? I don't know Boomer's first name. Uh I should. Nadia Comaneach, Andy Reid, Randy, Andy. My gosh. I mean, Nadia, what are we doing with that? Yeah, where's the stand out there? Yeah. Um, do they all have perfect tens? Do they, I mean, do they, were they all brought up in the Cincinnati Reds organization? <laughs> were, uh, what was the one before Randy Savage? What was the answer there? Was uh, that Mike Ruzioni? Oh, Ruzioni, yeah. Okay, so are they all gold medalists? Andy Reid wasn't a gold oh, medalist. No. There's no way in the world Andy Reid was a gold medalist. So is it a theme between these people, or just do these names relate to something else? Like, is it ca- like That's these it. are the six that characters? That could be too. That's it. Yeah. Because I. I feel like this was like the Goonies names or something, but I don't think there was a Nadia in there. Nadia's the standout. Yes. Yeah. Ho- Honus. Oh, oh yeah, Honus Wagner. Where does that go? Well, well Wagner, Wagner? But it's probably Wagner. Yeah. They're all ladder Wagner. brands. Um <laughs> paint brands. Okay, so it's gotta be Mike, it's gotta be Wagner. Yeah, I'll give you a hint if you'd like it. Uh it it does have to do with their names. And it has to do with both of their names, not just their first or their last. Oh. Initials? Me. H.W. Okay, it's going to be. H.W. is. It's it's bench warmers. Dang it. Ah. (laughs) There it is. Absolutely. If you spell (laughs) them out in order, you get bench warmers. Oh, that's really smart. Yes. That's really smart. Again, this is what Gary does. Yep. He puts these <laughs> yep. brilliant, brilliant puzzles together. And right. then you see it. You're just like, oh, I didn't catch it. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's go Greg Scott, Greg Scott, and then we'll figure cool. out where we're going from there. All right. So, Greg, go ahead. Okay. So now we're moving on to college. Uh, I toured a lot of schools before I picked one. And the one that I ended up going to, there's two specific things I remember from touring it. One, it was where then Mayor Giuliani had gone to college. He's got his bat, got his bachelor's degree, and the other is it's where the seventh inning stretch was invented. So I'm going to ask you to name the school, but I'll tell you a little bit more about the seventh inning stretch. 
As the story goes, uh, Brother Jasper was tasked with supervising students on a game day. And there was this one really hot day in the middle of June. He saw the students getting restless late in the game. And he just told them to stand up and stretch in the seventh inning. It worked well, so they did it in future games. They played an exhibition game versus the Giants. They liked it. They carried it over to the major leagues. So what was this college that I attended? What were the first couple of clues you threw in at us again? Rudy, Rudy Giuliani went there. Yeah, it's where Giuliani got his bachelor's. It's where the seventh inning stretch was invented by Brother Jasper. Um, Let's see. But it feels like Giuliani would be out east, and I, I would think Greg was likely out east as well. Um, Is there any weird... I've never known why Manhattan was called the Jaspers, but... Is there oh, that's weird... it. That's got to be it. Is there a weird tie there? Yeah, that's got to be it. If, if he gave us Jasper, that has uh-huh. to be it. Yeah. I didn't think there was anything else in there. I didn't think you'd know where Giuliani went to school. But yeah, it's the Manhattan Jaspers. That's where I started college. It was originally in Manhattan <clears throat> and it moved up to the Bronx 100 years before I went there. Mm. Wow. Nice. Nice. Nice clue in there. A nice pickup of that, yeah. Gary. Shoot. Uh-huh. Oh, Gary knows his his. Uh, oh yeah, I yeah, know he nicknames. knows college. Yeah, college nicknames. Yeah, college oh. nicknames. All right, Scott. All right, so uh, moving on from WVU football, let's go to Marshall football, Marshall University, another school I went to. Um, what former Marshall University running back? Not that one, Dan. <laughs> went on to play in the NFL for the New York Giants, winning two Super Bowls. He led all rushers for the game in a victory in Super Bowl 42 and scored the final go-ahead touchdown in a win at Super Bowl 46. There was Is there a guy named Hilliard that ran for him back then? I Hilliard. I that's not it, though. No. Um, um, no, this was, was a guy with a J. Uh Jackson. No, no, no. I know uh, who this is. It's um it's uh it's not I, Barber. No, I've looked no. I've looked oh, at the okay. at the WVU running backs because of that question mm-hmm. that we had that Scott came. Um I think it's um Ahmad Bradshaw. Yeah, I remember pretty that sure guy. that's it. Because he played for the Giants, he was on the Super Bowl team, so I'm pretty sure that's it. I won my fantasy league because of him one year. Yeah. Yeah, are you I, going with a, a mod Bradshaw? Yeah, let's go with that. All right. For, and again, though, this is a Marshall football player and not a WVU football player. So you're looking at the WVU list. Probably doesn't oh, that's help. Right. With this that's guy. right. <laughs> Probably doesn't help with this guy. Who was I thinking of then? That I was no Ahmad Bradshaw was the guy that I was thinking of in the first place. But I don't know where I got WVU from. That's strange. Okay. But you're right. It is yeah. Ahmad Bradshaw. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I I I uh I said he led he led all rushers in the game for both teams. He was the lead rusher for the game of the first Super Bowl. He had 45 yards. 45 yards was the leading rusher of all teams in Super Bowl 42. And I said he scored the final go-ahead touchdown in a win. Uh that was a touchdown that the Patriots gave up intentionally so they would have enough time to try to go right. back down and score the other way. Right. And uh they didn't. So it sounds Sounds very impressive in the way I put it, but really not so much. But either way, Maud Bradshaw is a two-time Super Bowl champion. All right. So I I uh, I messed up because um, 
Greg already has had three questions, so we're going to give you one more right away. Scott. All right. Nice. All right. So to as a throw to my Santa hat that I have on here with the Boston Bruins logo, we're going to go with the category of 2022 Boston Bruins. That's a lot of Bruins. Uh, this is about this year's Bruins team, which is uh, the Boston Bruins are currently leading the uh, NHL standings powered early in the season by their check line pieces. Uh, uh, sorry, pieced together due to injury. They uh, formed the check line due to some injuries they had early on, and they ended up with uh, three guys all from the Czech Republic. Name any of the three Czech Republic members on the line. Now, I'll give you a note. There are other players on the roster that are Czech, but I'm looking specifically for the three on the check line. Oh, any one of the three. I don't know if I'm going to have any of these. So if they're Czech, does that mean their names end in Ova? That, that's about all I can offer for help. I it, think it's Ova interesting. The None of the female version. Ov is the male. <laughs> okay. Um. So they could be, you know, Barkov or something of or something like that, but not necessarily. Um, the only Czech player I know on that team is Pasternak, but I don't know if he's on the check line. And I did not draft any Bruins in my fantasy hockey league. Sorry, Scott. Not you're not doing uh, well then, because they're having a good season. <laughs> I'm not I'm not doing well. Um but yeah I haven't had time. It's been a very busy year. Haven't really followed a whole lot of games and seen names and I it's not coming to me either sadly because this is a sport that I would have thought would have helped. Yeah, um, I, I have not watched any hockey this year. Um, and like I said, Pasternak's the only one I know on that on that club that is Czech. Brad Marchand. Not Czech. Zdeno <laughs> uh, Chara. He, he, uh, He's retired. He retired. No longer exactly. <laughs> so the ghost of Zdeno Chara. <laughs> It's not a Patrice Bergeron. <laughs> yeah, it's a very Canadian slash Czech name. Krejci? What's Krejci? Is he still playing? I, I just... There's a David David Krejci, I think. I don't know if he's a Bruin, but it feels like he was or is, if he still plays. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. My head is just a fishbowl of names. I... <laughs> can't pin him to anything um yeah i am tapping out all right i'm i'm gonna say pasternak then all right so tomas nosik and jacob zaboral are czech players on the team that are not part of the czech line uh probably the least well known of the czech line is pavel zaka uh, but alternate captain david krejci is part of the check line along with the guy currently leading the Bruins in goals overall, David Posternock. Wow. Nice work. Nice job. Got the two uh, out of three. Uh, Pavel Zaka would have been impossible, but with no confidence, uh, but nice. (laughs) Great job. All right. Um, So let's go. So there's two you you two have two left and Gary you have whatever we can get in. So let's uh yep. 
Let's go one more each for um, Greg and Scott, and then we'll throw a, a Gary one in there, and then we'll yeah see how we finish off. Okay. So uh, Greg, Scott, Gary, let's do that. That. So one one more each. No, gonna we're gonna do we've... we're gonna do all of yours, and then okay. we'll throw in what we can. With okay. Gary's. Okay. Okay. So I spent one semester at Manhattan, decided it wasn't for me. I transferred to Polytechnic University, which is actually the second oldest engineering school in the U.S. It's older than MIT. No sports alumni from there. Nobel Prize winners, but nothing sports related. But it was purchased by NYU and is now their engineering school. Also, not really known for sports, although it is where a few commissioners got their uh, law degrees. But they did have one athlete that played on the baseball team who's pretty famous, uh, the Dodgers pitcher. He's a three-time All-Star, but he's probably best remembered for serving up Bobby Thompson's shot heard around the world. So who was this player who spent one season on the NYU baseball team? Uh, who was that? Don, was it Don? Oh, I can see the picture. Bobby Thompson. and It was a Dodger. It was the Brooklyn Dodgers. Um... Yeah, it was Dodgers and Giants. Bobby Thompson was on the Giants. Who pitched the ball? It was at Polo Grounds. I, I'm not going to get the name on this one though. I don't I know if to I ever this. knew this one. I don't know if I. No, ever I knew used it. to know this because I, 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 I remember seeing the signed picture where both of them signed it. Oh yeah, it's uh, I I'll hear not, it and say yep. But yep, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to hear it and be like, oh, that's exactly it. Yeah, I don't have it though. Yeah, I'm, I'm positive that I have not. <laughs> yeah, I can't pull it out of the fishbowl. So throwing in the towel on this one? Yeah. You what, got what we got, Greg? Uh, you want initials? Yeah, sure. Just Maybe. for fun. Yeah. RB. RB sounds good. They have uh, the meats. That does. They do have the meats. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. Um, Bobby Thompson by oh, Randy Brewer. I don't know. Yeah. I don't Robbie know. What Benson. is it? Robbie Benson. All right. Oh, what do you got, Greg? What's it? It was uh, Ralph Branca. Ralph Branca. That's Ooh. it. I was right. Oh, I don't know that name. I know. <laughs> I know it. Yep. Uh, All yeah, right. I, should, I used to know that cold, and the years have been unkind to me. All right, Scott. All right. Here's your. Uh, one of my favorite things in the world to watch, as most of you know, is uh, Ultimate Fighting Championship. So here's uh, the f- easy one for you guys to throw in the towel on. Uh, in December of 2022, also I could have said last week, at UFC 282, Raul Roas Jr. broke a record held previously by Dan Lozon, which was set in October 2006. What record did Rojas break? See maybe the oldest winner or the youngest winner, fastest time maybe something or that. Like that. I feel like matches don't end that fast these days. It's gotten so much more technical than it used to be. Who was the name again? Raul Roas Jr. Previously held by Dan Lozon. I don't know who Dan Lozon is. I also don't know who Raul Rojas is. But knowing just I, I've seen names come across. If I don't know that name, I'm just wondering it might be the youngest instead of oldest. It might be youngest. 
I have a flashcard for the youngest champion is John Jones. I, I don't know if that's maybe a wrong flashcard, but it's neither of those names. Hmm. Okay. If, I mean, if it's not that, then I, I don't know what it would be because it's not like longest streak or anything like that. I know that. Yeah, that would be pretty known. Uh, yeah, if I was going to stab at it, I'd just go for maybe quickest victory or something like that that's yeah. less noticed. Only person to take off a skate and try to stab someone. <laughs> well, I know that shortest one, that was just a couple of years ago with the that flying knee, wasn't it? It was over within like five seconds. It was just, it wow. was. And that's not the guy who did that. Um, I don't know. So then an age thing. Uh, yeah. I don't know what you guys got. I'm. Yeah, I can't come up with anything else other than what we've discussed. Uh, the youngest, the oldest, the fastest, something like that. Or we could be way off. Biggest purse? No, probably not. Shortest, tallest. Uh, it seems oh, like a weird bad, stat. Yes. Feels like an odd That would stat, be a weird though. stat, yeah. Yeah. You want to go fastest? I don't know. I don't think that's it, but. Sure. All right. Yeah. Put us out of our misery, Scott. Who? What was it? What what's your answer now? We we're gonna say fastest. I don't I don't think it's right, but like fastest uh, fastest knockout win. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're all over it, but you didn't quite get it. Uh, Raul Roas Jr. last week became the youngest fighter in UFC mm-hmm. history. Not just, John Jones, the youngest champion, just youngest fighter. Oh, okay, oh. but this is the youngest fighter in UFC history. He's 18 years old, 63 days. Uh, wow. Dan Lozon was 18 years old and 198 days. And uh, Roas also became the youngest fighter to ever win uh, in the <sighs> octagon. Wow. The, the knockout is uh, that you were thinking of Jorge Masvidal and Ben. Astrid. Yes, it was Masvidal. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, he came out with a flying knee and never looked back. And didn't even the, have a chance to look back. It was over. No, no Askren went straight to the land of wind and souls instantly. Just <laughs> gone. Is but there yeah, a young limit minimum in UFC of 18? Yeah, 18 or? years old. Yeah, It is 18. Okay. I'm pretty sure you got to be 18 to get your license. Is how it's, I don't think it's a UFC rule as much as it is a athletic commission rule. You've okay. got to be 18 to, I think. I'm not even sure about that. but uh, Unless they go out international sense. waters. But yeah, so uh, yeah, Raul Ruiz Jr. becomes the youngest UFC fighter in history uh, last week. All right. All right, Gary, what do you have? You got one for us? Yeah, I. Uh, another of my favorite things is teams, but geography and cities. Love geography. So this is going to be called, okay, big four sports leagues. We're big two, really we are. And it's basically of the largest U.S. cities by population that have major sports teams in the major four or a major suburb of that city, like, um, Anaheim. like Dallas, Fort Worth, that sort of deal. Um, so which are the top four largest cities in the United States that do not currently have a team in any of the big four leagues? How many how many of these cities can you nail by naming four cities? Name four out of name the four biggest cities by population that, that don't have a team. Any don't of the have big four. any of the big four. Right. Okay. Austin. Austin's the the first one on that yeah. list. 
Um, James Columbus has uh, the Blue Jackets. Let's see. There are so many of them in both Texas and California that are up there, <laughs> like Riverside, Bakersfield, San Jose as a team. Yeah, San Jose as a team. Does Fort Worth count? Fort Worth counts he as said, Dallas, yeah, right? Yeah. He gave. Yeah. Wow, you're got to go a ways down. Probably El Paso. El Paso is a good guess. That's up there, right? That's, That's in a the really top good like, guess, yeah. 25, right? That's a good guess. I like that. That's good. Honolulu. Is, is Honolulu that big? I'd have to go to try to go through a list of all the cities, but not trying to eliminate the ones with yeah. teams that might be up there. Yeah. How about like some of those California cities? That's what, yeah. yeah, that's what Greg yeah. was saying. Yeah. Like Fresno or. I would say like Riverside and Bakersfield would maybe be next, but I'm trying to think of what else is. Yeah. What would be some AAA teams for baseball that Albuquerque Albuquerque. That's gotta be one Toledo Syracuse Syracuse is a good guess, right? They used to have pro teams. Um, So what exactly are we looking for? We're looking for top looking for the biggest four cities that don't have any of the big four. Yep. Okay. Exactly. And what are what are cities that have lost teams that are big? Syracuse is one of them. Yeah. Yeah. For a long um, time ago. So we got Austin and El Paso. Anything else in Texas? I, I can't imagine there's anything else in Texas that's San Antonio, Laredo, Amarillo. San Antonio has a team. Yeah. Amarillo. Probably not. I like El Paso as a guess, though. I think El Paso is a pretty good sized city. Um, I think I like Albuquerque as well. I like Albuquerque a lot. Um, anything in Kentucky? Oh, Louisville. Yeah, Louisville. There yeah, you go. Good call. Yeah, Lexing- Lexington's up there, but Louisville, I think, is the way to go. Louisville's top fifty. I know, like Albuquerque, like city-wise, is bigger than like Kansas City. So. Okay, let's go. I definitely like Al. You don't have to talk me into that at all. I and like I think, Al. I think Louisville's bigger than that. Well, let's go. There's okay. So those two are we can lock in essentially. And Austin, and Austin, Austin, Austin for sure. Yeah. yeah. So and then then there's El Paso is the one. other one. Okay, yeah, I would say Bakersfield or Riverside, maybe in front of El Paso, or maybe in front of all of them except Austin. I'd go Bakersfield before I would Riverside, but. Um... You want if you want to replace it with El Paso, I'm good with that. And I would probably go Riverside first. Y'all all know the y'all all know where the people are. I live where there's no people, so I don't know. You go Riverside over Bakersfield? I would. Bigger? Wow. I know there's a lot of population there in that in the Inland Empire. Okay. Hmm. You're the California guy. So all right. Greg, you you give us our four. Okay. So we have Austin, Louisville, Albuquerque, and I guess Riverside. <laughs> okay, let's go with. It. All right, that was that was impressive. That was good. Uh, the number eleven. Which one did we? Uh, which one did we leave off, Gary? I think we the, got three out of four. <laughs> the number eleven city in the U.S. is Austin, Texas. The number twenty-two is El Paso. Yeah. that's what you left. Twenty-eight is Louisville. Thirty-two is Albuquerque. That was amazing you had the four there yep but uh, just getting getting to all of those at some point was pretty darn good 
if you want to look at the the list going down past that 33 fresno 34th tucson 30 33 fresno again because i like typing that apparently uh omaha at 39 colorado springs at 40 virginia beach 42 long beach 43 tulsa 47 and i don't know what's after that but that was that was good job I'm very glad I didn't think of Virginia Beach or else I'd have pushed for that because it seems like I remember that. Oh, yeah. Being an really answer for something similar. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, not I think I, I would have backed you up on that too. So On the Virginia Beach thing? Yeah. 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 I'm glad I didn't think of it because I've heard that as being one of those. I think it's the biggest city in uh, – I think it's the – the largest city that's not the state capital or something. I forget what it is. Like, uh, I forget what it is, but oh well. But, All right, yeah. Let's way, let's nice. go. You guys, you you, um, Greg and Scott, you guys have one more left, right? Yes. Yep. All right, so let's do those two, and then um, Gary, let's get at least one more from you before I move on to mine. All right. Yep. All right, so Greg, back to you. Okay, so we did. All my schools now are going to move on after college, spend some time in New York, and then moved out to California, um, living in San Diego now. So my question is basically going to be, what town do I live in? So some information about this town. It uh, has a famous surf break, as mentioned in uh, Surfing USA by the Beach Boys. Some of the uh, current former residents include Drew Brees, Tony Hawk, and Willie Shoemaker. And Willie Shoemaker is an interesting one because he also worked in the town. We got a famous racetrack in this town that was opened by Bing Crosby in 1936 and was the site of a famous match uh, match race between Seabiscuit and one of Crosby's horses in 38. So what town is this? So I'm, I know you live in San Diego, but I'm thinking it's going to be something outside of San Diego, not San Diego. Is yeah, like, yeah it's San Diego isn't the, the answer, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Who's that? Who, who, I know. who opened the... Uh... Race the racetrack, Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby. Crosby. So I I've got the name of a racetrack and I don't know where it is, but it just sounds like it could be a Spanish origin California thing, and that's Pimlico. Where is Pimlico? I don't think. No, I don't think that's. Uh, that's it. I think that's northeast, isn't it? Okay. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I think that's Florida. Yes, it um, is. Yes, it is. Well, Spanish. Could work with that then for Florida. Yeah. Um, you've got the yeah down near there. I know you've got the famous Gulf Tory Pines. Uh, um, but uh, is there a, is that a city itself? Is is there a race course? So part of Tory Pines is in this town as well. I know where Greg lives. I've heard oh, uh, Tory Pines is in this. <laughs> is there? It's. Part of the Torrey Pines State Park is in this town as well. Hmm. Is La Jolla in that area? Is that where that? It is at? in that area, but I don't think that's it. La Jolla is further La Jolla north is, of there. Yeah, La Jolla, yeah. I'm um, sure I drove through it, but it's been a long time ago. And I drove through a lot of cities. I didn't memorize. Did you say it's in Surfing Safari? Surfing USA. Oh, Surfing USA. Ooh, good, good point. Um, so if you run through the breaks in that, it's the first one mentioned. Okay, it's you catch him surfing at Del Mar. You catch him surfing it's at Del Mar. Mar. That's it, it is Del Mar. Ooh. 
I know this. That's where he lives. Damn it. I've heard yeah. him say that before. It's Del Mar. So I did yeah. live in Del Mar for a while. I'm about two blocks north of Del Mar now, but I could still hear the racetrack if, my, if I had my window open. Wow. All right. That's great. Nice. nice. Scott, you're up. All right. Uh, another thing I, for whatever reason, know an awful lot about is uh, it's probably because I was obsessed with it when I was a uh, uh, in my younger years, uh, not the 1992 Dream Team. I believe I asked a Dream Team question last time, mm-hmm. uh, but this one is uh, in the gold medal game between the USA and Croatia. What former Portland Trailblazer and New Jersey Net led Croatia in both minutes and scoring? His number three was retired by the Nets in November of 1993, five months after his untimely death. Petrovic? Drazen. Yeah, this is like one of those ones that I know I've heard a lot. That's the first name to come to mind, but I'm just not 100% sure if that's correct. Yeah, uh, same way. I mean, I knew this one dead back. And then you started getting so many more from that region playing. I started yeah. getting their names all jumbled with each other. Exactly. Um, I certainly don't rule Petrovic out, but... Uh, it doesn't feel quite right to me, but I'm not sure. Yeah. There are any other names to throw out there? Because if it's someone else, it would ring a bell. Yeah. There's okay. I I am I'm, I'm starting to think it is Petrovic, but I'm. Who else would have been on? Uh, Tony Kukoc, but I don't think it's I don't think it's no. him. He didn't have an untimely death, and he didn't no, play he for did those teams. And yeah, except when I saw him bowling one day. It wasn't good. Maybe his bowling game died. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> yeah. it's got to be Drazen Petrovic, right? Yeah, I can't come up with anybody else. Certainly a name I'm familiar with, so it's it's definitely got a good chance. Yeah, let's let's go with that. Well, Tony Kukoc did play on that team, but of course played for the Bulls and is still alive. The Croatian we're looking for is Drazen Petrovic. Nice. Good job. All right. All right, Gary, let's go one more on yours and then we'll go to my uh, stream of consciousness. Okay. Well, I can rule out which one it is because one of them I didn't finish writing the question. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It must have gotten deleted. I had it. <laughs> um, but table tennis by the numbers. Mm-hmm. I am going to give you some things in table tennis and want you to rank them uh, from the lowest number to the highest number and the first stat is the minimum number of inches that the ball must be thrown from a flat hand in order to serve you can't just hit it right out of your hand Um, the second is the number of points that a player needs to win a standard game currently assuming their opponent is not within one point of them and they go to overtime yeah um Third is the number of feet in width that an official table tennis table is. Um, and finally, the total number of Olympic Games as of as of today, 2022, in which table tennis has been an official sport. So, we so how many Olympic Games? So I think the flat hand is the, the lowest one, right? Oh, the one that throws the ball. That's not. Yeah, it's in inches. I you can't. It can't be more than like two or three for right. that at the very most. 
So really? remember, and the numbers that we're putting in order, not the unit. So. Yeah, because I feel like when you watch the Olympics, they they actually throw it pretty high and then come back and hit it. And I wouldn't think they would throw that high unless they had to. I would say the width of the table in feet would be the, the smallest. Okay. And then maybe the number of Olympics that it's been in. It's probably only like seven or eight of them at this point. I think they played a 21, right? At least when I've played, it's played a 21. I was gonna say, yeah, I've always played a 21. Although then they they just changed it. They made some rule changes recently. Like they made the ball bigger and they changed the weight of it. I don't know if they changed the scoring mm. as well. I wouldn't have the first clue. Yeah. But either uh, way, I feel like when you watch the Olympics, they toss the ball pretty high unless um they also NBC doesn't show it much, so it's tough. But yeah. that's how I picture it. So I'm thinking that might be the biggest. More than 21 inches? That's two yeah. feet. 21 would probably be the biggest, yeah. I don't think it's like an overhead. I think it's really like basically. But I think they toss the it and then it comes down and they hit it is how I'm picturing it. They don't just like yeah. hit. It's up and then. But I think it. it's off of the bounce, though. Like it bounces and then they hit it. No, no they, have to, they have to hit it before it bounces. Yeah. That's because they have to. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Okay. Bounces. It on, hits their yeah. paddle, then their side, then over the net to right. the other side. That's what and I mean. they want to hit it as yeah. low as possible. But I feel like they toss it up and they and it takes like a second and then it comes down and they hit it. Mm. Like I can picture them like looking up at it. That's why. I'm, but I don't know if it's more than 21 inches, but I'm guessing it's like two or three feet. Now, three feet's a lot. Really? That's... I'm just picturing it. I don't know. I don't think it's more than a foot, honestly. I. Okay, so I I say we the twenty one is the highest. Okay, and then I think the the width of the table is the lowest. Yeah, because it's only five feet, four feet, five feet maybe. Yeah, no, I'd say four feet. Yeah, four feet. And then I think it might be more than that because I thought about making one once, and it I think it's I think it's about five. Okay, five feet then. Yeah. Okay, I could go with five feet. And then are there four of them or three or three of them? That's four. So how What's many the other the, one am I how missing? many Olympics? Oh, how many Olympics? I think there's that's more than five at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's going to be yeah. number two. So I, I, from lowest yeah, to highest, it's going to be below the twenty-one. Yeah, I yeah. think from lowest to highest, it's got to go. Are we going highest to lowest or lowest to highest? Lowest first. Lowest first. Okay, so I think it's going to go width, Olympics, from the hand points. That's what I think. Okay. We agree with that or? Okay. Yeah, I'm good with that. All right. Is that you're locked in? Yep. All right. Here we go. Number one, the lowest is the five foot table width. Very nice. Uh, Number two is the ball toss. Six inches is all you have to. The, The reason they launch it so high is it gains a lot of speed as it comes down and they can impart a lot of extra spin because of that speed. So they're throwing it up there for the gain in the spin aspect more than anything okay so and they, they do toss did... it up but the the rule is only six inches okay. exactly exactly okay. so I am not not everybody chooses to do that some want the like little quick sneaky thing going on so but you can't hit it out of your hand or you would put you could like get extra spin by you know the friction on your hand and all that so uh third is the olympic game so far there's been nine they started in um what was it? So 
soul. I didn't write that. 88? Down either. 88? Yeah, I think that, that was it. That sounds about right. But it's been, uh, yeah, soul's it's been idea, yeah. nine. And finally, uh, is 11 points to win a game. It did used to be 21. Sometime oh, around, 11. Sometime around 2000, I think they changed a bunch of rules. Like Greg was saying, they, they brought the ball from 38 up to 40 millimeters uh, to help slow the game down because they thought it was too fast for people to watch and enjoy <laughs> or something. So uh, uh, I think the weight probably was impacted a little bit too, but they changed the scoring also to uh, yeah to 11, which I was never a big fan of. So I stick to 21 when I play. But, but there you go. You had it, but two and three, you had reverse, but uh, nice. It, yeah, I think we were picturing the right thing. It was just that the right. rule isn't what we usually see. Right. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, I've got um, a 15 question stream of consciousness um, thing here. We'll just kind of roll through them. Um, last year when we did this, we um, ended with um, defunct sports teams. So we're going to pick it up right there. Speaking of defunct teams, there were two franchises that had the same name one in the nfl and one in major league baseball that relocated to the same city and took on completely different names after the move those franchises are still in the city to which they moved name the common name of the two franchises and name the city that they moved to so well, this would be, if I can jump in, it's got to be the Washington Senator Senators when they moved to Texas Rangers and Minnesota Twins later. Except for that's that's not what I'm asking. That's I'm, not I'm, what you're asking. There's I asked for two franchises that had the same name, one in the NFL and one in Major League Baseball, oh, and they moved so, to the same city. Yeah, listening is important. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so would that maybe be the Cardinals? Or did the Cardinals start in St. Louis? Two teams, same name. <laughs> oh, yeah, you had yeah, the St. Cardinals Louis. start in St. Louis. I'm just trying to think of teams that moved around. You've got the... the St. Louis Cardinals didn't move anywhere, so the baseball. Was there a St. Louis team in football? Because the St. Louis Browns became the Orioles. Uh, St. Louis Rams from L.A. I also and need to tell I also need to tell you, I didn't say that they were from the same city. Right. They just moved to the same place, <laughs> and they yeah. had the same name. But when they moved to their new location, they changed their nickname? Right. Oh, so in their old city, they came from different cities but had the same nickname? Yes. Okay. Okay, okay so it's going to be a team that moved and probably changed its name. Like we said, the Senators became the Rangers... And the twins. Mm. The pilots became the brewers. The 45 became the royals. Well, you had the Winnipeg, the original Winnipeg Jets moved down to Atlanta, Arizona. Or Arizona, sorry. Yeah. But we said um, football and baseball. A... Yeah, it's football and baseball. Football okay. And baseball. I'm just trying to think of baseball teams that moved and changed names. The yeah, Orioles, yeah, still, the Yankees. They're still 
they're still in that same city that they moved to. All right. So that you've got the the Braves. Oh no, they kept the Braves name they, though. They've been the Braves going back to like yeah, the years. exactly. Yeah, I keep getting hung up on the wrong thing here. Um, Giants, Dodgers, all the same. Angels. I'm gonna and help you out ball. and say what, you've named one of the teams already. What the the you, Royals? Isn't there Royals in another sport? No, there's not. It's got to be the Senators thing. It's got to be. Oh wait, there's only. Four sports teams or six sports teams that have the same nicknames: the Giants, yeah. the Jets, the Rangers, the Panthers, the Kings. But the one that I, the ones that you're looking for, are the ones that moved and changed their names. So not currently. Oh, they used to have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm. I'm. <laughs> it keeps getting screwed up on the parameters of the question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It shouldn't be that hard. <laughs> and you've okay, named one the of pilots, them already. Said, you've named you've named the baseball team. So the pilots, the forty-five. It's, so it's well, okay. So, so we the, didn't name those. Okay, so, so the Washington get, Senators moved to Minnesota. To Minnesota is become there, the Twins. So is there somebody else that moved to Minnesota? Is that what we're looking for? It's got to be some. Did, no, the Vikings. It would have. If that Vikings worked, it would have had to have been another team that moved and and called themselves the Vikings, essentially. Yeah. yeah. And then they also. It, it would have had to have been the the Rangers that did it. But the Rangers. So a different senators. The other senators, for, the Washington right? senators, so moved yeah. to Texas and became the Rangers. I'm about to I'm about to uh, tell you what the team that you had All right. right. Tell me yeah. the team. We had. All right, the team that you had right was the St. Louis Browns because they moved to Baltimore. Okay, so they oh, moved. Well, okay, so they, well, then the, we the Cleveland know. Browns moved to Baltimore, of course. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Cleveland Browns moved to Baltimore and became the Ravens. Yeah. Yep. Goodness so two gracious. teams named Browns in different sports both moved to Baltimore and changed their name, and neither are called the Browns now. Yeah. 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 Interesting. I like it. All right. Speaking of brown, there are seven colors of scoring balls in snooker. The red balls worth one point. The black ball is worth seven. The brown ball sits smack dab between the yellow and the green ball. And it's worth how many points if you pot it? Not a clue. Split the difference and go four. Four to five, whatever you want to go. (laughs) Four or five. (laughs) And Gary I'm looks like he's thinking. I, I'm, well, I, I'm just thinking if your low is one, your yellow and green could be two and four, leaving you with three in the middle. I, I don't think there's a. Is there a lot of real high scores, or do they tend to be lower? Would it be better just to go three on that? Okay, I'm good with three. Because I have no clue on this. Yeah, one. I'm clueless. On I've this looked one. at this, this is literally just a shot I, in the dark. Like, I didn't realize yeah. there was more than two colors in snooker. I feel like I only see like that's white me. I knew the red ball and the black ball. I don't okay, know there so was other colors. There's just like a few. It's not like uh, there's one of each other color. I think, and then a whole fleet of red ones. Right. All right. So well, we when, when pool, you get a chance, yeah. when you get a chance, watch a game of snooker. It actually is. It's a, it's a brilliant game. It's a really good game. Um, I cannot wait not to do that. <laughs> oh, it's 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 it is really good. There's a lot of strategy involved in it, but. The answer is four. It is between the two and the three. Um, and then the pink and the the blue are the five and the six. Black is the seven. So, 
You said right. it's four. It's between the two and the three. It's, I'm sorry. It's four. It's four points between the three and the five. The three and the it, five. no, 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 no. It's it sits between the the two and the three. Oh, but it's oh. with four. Oh, the, the yellow and the green are at all. Yeah. Oh wow. You're really yeah. selling me on its this physical location is between yes. the point values. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 I'm telling you, just selling me. Why don't you sell me on cricket while you're at it? <laughs> Something else I don't understand at all. All right. Well, speaking of balls, balls of these um, officially weighed balls, which is the heaviest, the American football, the Australian rules football. Or the everywhere else football, soccer. Hmm. Why do I think it's Australian rules football? Yeah, I just I know it's Australian rules being like rugby and having a it's, heavy, it's, it's like it's rugby, rugby like so it's beefy. a heavier, it's, it's, yeah, it's a sturdier ball. Yeah, yeah, it almost tried. has to be with as much as it gets squashed, you know. Yeah, that to me, I, I mean, we, I think that's it because I think uh, uh, a soccer ball is. I think the American football is the lightest of the three. Soccer is the middle. That's where I'm at with it. That's where I'm at with it. Yeah. Okay, so you want to go to the rugby ball? Absolutely. (laughs) All right, the Australian rules football ball. Okay, not the rugby ball because that's a different ball. I know, it's a, yeah. Yeah. Um, But you are correct, and Gary had it exactly right. It's uh, Australian and then soccer and then football. Good job. Speaking of Australia. Yes, Australia. I would have counted on it. I just want you to name any five teams that are in the Australian Rules Football League. Any five. Oh. There's 18 Can- of them. Name Can- any Bruce, five. Koalas, Wallabies, uh, <laughs> Poisonous Snakes, and <laughs> <Canadian> Devils. <laughs> I'll tell you off the top of my off the top of uh not off the top of my head, but uh there are one, two, three Four, four of them that have NFL equivalents, but hmm. so you need the nicknames. Um, we can't just name. I just, yeah, I need like... five nicknames. Or maybe <laughs> if you, I suppose, if you want to give me the the city, the geographical name, can probably just give the city. Yeah, that, that was what I was thinking. <laughs> right. Yeah, I can give me the Australian Sydney team, teams. please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. It's probably like generic names like Giants. All right. The first thing was exactly what I was thinking. So I think I'd put that on our list. Um, there was an old Tasmanian Tiger. I don't know if that could be on there. Oh, there's no Tiger in the NFL though, right? There's a there's a Bengal in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. So kind of a Tiger. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking that, uh, yeah. Cats, the could Jaguars, have a lion. the Panthers, the have, have stuff lion. like that. Yeah, they don't have yes. those things in Australia, right. though. No, right. So maybe it's Titans well, think, like, or something. Team names. Cowboys, maybe. I don't know if they have Cowboys there. Probably not the Texans. Definitely not the 49ers. Yeah, Titans. Um... All right. Titans is it definitely like not been... the 49ers? Is there any weird chance they had a yeah, yeah, they had something weird that, happen? That has a you know, maybe I'm thinking of UTEP back to El Paso. Uh, it's always helpful. University of Charlotte is also the 49ers, they are, they're green. Oh, they're that's right, yeah, 
Yeah. And they conveniently sit on Highway 49. Hmm. I don't think that's a, I, th- I think that's a, uh, <laughs> a coincidence though. Could have a Jets thing. You could have Chiefs. A... Chiefs um, thing. Commanders. For the sake of uh, Patriots. Okay. Come yeah, on. we're just throwing names out. Yeah, just name name something, anything. Gary, you you throw something out. Um, I I like maybe Titans even. Let's go Titans. Yep. And we said Giants. You said Giants. And do we just want to throw out some generic names after that, like Tigers or Devils? The Devils. I like, yeah, yeah. And maybe Rangers, because like Bush Ranger is a thing in Australia. Ooh, I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Let's go with that. All right. You didn't get it, but I'll just tell you what we have here. All right. We've got the, there's the Carlton Blues, the Essendon Bombers. The uh, Western Bulldogs, Geelong Cats, Adelaide Crows. Here's one that you almost had, the Melbourne Demons. This is my team, by the way. You should have oh, known that one. I think one. that's what I was thinking of when I said Devils. Demons, Devils, yeah. There's the um, Fremantle Dockers, the West Coast Eagles. Eagles. Oh, Great we Western, should have thought Eagles. Yeah. Great Western Sydney Giants. Giants, there's Giants. There's the Hawthorne Hawks. North Melbourne Kangaroos. You should have gone with that oh, one. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, a good, it's good call. Too. Yeah. Um, the Brisbane Lions, Collingwood Magpies. There is the Port Adelaide Power, the St. Kilda Saints, the Gold Coast Suns, the Sydney Swans, and the um, Tigers. Who is that? What? Why can't I think of their name we can't know where they're from no it's um adelaide richmond 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 tigers so yeah they have a team um they do they have two um western um uh west coast eagles and the Fremantle dockers Mm. yeah so we got giants tigers and we got giants tigers and you almost had demons you had demons. devils yeah. there was another one we had in there thought there was another one well i jokingly said kangaroos immediately but <laughs> should have went with it yeah. speaking of australia who was the first australian to be chosen in the nba draft he was selected number seven in 1991 to the minnesota timberwolves any chance that was Luke Longley? Luke Longley uh, may have bounced around to them. He was a bull, of course. That, that, but that mm-hmm. was my first guess was Luke Longley. Yeah. Luke Longley is correct. All right. Very good. Speaking of 1991. In 1991, Duke was crowned the NCAA basketball champions. Payne Stewart was crowned the U.S. Open champion. And the Pittsburgh Penguins were crowned the Stanley Cup champions, all in which state? Um, it, was, it was Payne Stewart. Uh, hold, was hold on. Penguins Payne Stewart and... won. He won. At, that was in North Carolina. It was at a. Um, uh, it was the Did number Carolina two. Did Carolina have course. a hockey team then? No. What was the first part of that one again? I already forgot. So Duke, where did Penn, Duke yeah. was crowned NCAA basketball Duke champion. Payne Stewart. Payne Stewart won it. Didn't he win at 
hold on. He won. What's the? It was the number two course. Where was it at? Pebble Beach, Torrey Pines. Was it? Uh, no, 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 no. Oakmont. Oh no! So don't want to hear. Okay, so, so if go. the Penguins won and it's not in Pittsburgh, which I don't think who it's did going they lose? Who, right. who lost if, the Stanley Cup in '91? <laughs> it would be somebody in the. Oh, it's it's going to be a Western. That's a Western it's, conference. It's very geographical. Geographical. You think it'd yeah. be out west? So, so maybe California, California. Maybe let's go California. It makes yeah, sense. I don't, I don't know where else there are like world class golf courses. California's got a lot. Yeah, '91. I mean. There, yeah, because there's no could've Seattle been, team. Could have been Anaheim then. Were they? Is that about when they were? Uh, it Might could be the, the LA, LA Kings. Yeah. Wait, was it the Kings? Might have been when, one of the uh, Gretzky was on the Kings in '91. So that makes sense. I, I kinda, let's go with that. Let's go. Yeah, let's go I with uh, like it. California. Yeah. All right. Um, it's not California. Yeah. Would it? Would it help for me to tell you? that another major championship was also won there in 1991. It was the World Series. Some, that was Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, it all happened in Minnesota. The, uh, What's funny is, is when you said 91, I was like, here comes the Twins question. Yeah. And then nope. it didn't go to the Twins. But it nope, the um, Duke won at the uh, Metrodome. Payne Stewart won at <clears throat> Hazleton. Mm-hmm. So the and North Stars? The Penguins beat the North Stars. I didn't know the North Stars were in the finals that year. Wow. Interesting. I Oh, that was the year they swept the Blackhawks 91, wasn't it? Yep. The Penguins? Yep. It was, it was rough. They, they ran through there. the... Yeah. 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 Um, they got... I think the Hawks lost to the North Stars, and their goalie was standing on his head that series. Yeah. The, the way it worked is the North Stars, I think, were the fourth team in the Norris and ended up winning through it to get to the um, Campbell Conference mm. finals and won that one to get to the Stanley Cup, Stanley Cup wow. finals. So, All right, speaking of the Stanley Cup, between 1980 and 1990, <clears throat> the Islanders and the Oilers combined to win nine Stanley Cups, which other two teams also won the Cup during that time frame. Hmm. Canadians win one in that period? I think Canadians won in 93, I know, but I don't yeah, know if they won and it then it was nothing before that. I, I want to say Calgary won in the mid-80s, like 85. 80, yeah, that sounds Something right. Something like that. To Calgary. I think the Penguins won yeah. in both 90 and 91, right? Was it Penguins? I know they repeated. I thought it was 91, 92, but I could oh, be okay. wrong. But it wasn't 80s. So you had... I like Calgary's an answer. Yeah. Not Toronto. Maybe no. a, not. I not don't Detroit. think it was the Canadians. Not Detroit. That was before they went on their run. Definitely not yeah. Boston. Would that have been? Would that the have Devils been maybe? When Anaheim won. I don't won. think so. No, um, Anaheim won later. Um, was it? Yeah, yeah. The Rangers and the Devils were good in the 90s. Um. Not the Blackhawks. So what? Are, what are the other Canadian teams that aren't around anymore? Uh, aren't around? Winnipeg, uh, Hart, oh, there's the Hart. Well, Quebec, the Nordiques. Quebec Nordiques. Quebec didn't win, I don't think. Uh, uh, Ottawa. Didn't, Vancouver's didn't never won. Yet. 
Ottawa Senators. Hartford didn't win. Hartford didn't win. St. Louis just won their first recently, right? That's right. They won their first in 19, 2019. A California team, I don't think, won until this century. No, that's right. Uh, Seattle wasn't around. No, Phoenix wasn't around. I don't think there were any Texas teams yet. I mean, you almost have to back your way into it by who's left. Yeah. Uh-huh. We're trying. Blue Jackets weren't a thing. Hurricanes oh, weren't a Buffalo? Thing. Who haven't Buffalo's been? never they haven't won. Okay. Not the Harvard? Rangers. They didn't win till 94. Yeah. Uh see, I didn't really start watching hockey till about the, the early Flyers? 90s. No, the Flyers won in like the 70s. I think they won in like 74. Everything you've said is correct. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, who are we missing? Yeah, what the heck? Um, Who's the only cup champion of the 80s that we don't have? Colorado didn't have a team yet. Did, they did didn't it? have a team. That no. was the Nordiques, maybe? That was yes, the Nordiques. They did have a team in the 80s. Well, they had the Rockies. Yeah. yeah. That was before they left the in like 82, right? though. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you, got, you guys, you, you had it. I don't know why I stopped you. It's, oh, it's the Flames. Okay. It's the Flames. Yeah, we said the Flames. Was yeah. it Detroit? And, nope. No. It was the Canadians. It was the Canadians. It was the Canadians. Was it really? Okay. No, I, I what year was the Canadians? Canadians in 86, Flames in 89. 86. Okay. Speaking of Canadians, there are two Canadians who have been elected to the National Baseball Hall of Fame. One was an outfielder who spent time with three National League teams, including five years in Montreal. The other was a pitcher who spent time with five different teams and won the Cy Young Award in 71, led the league in wins in 71 and 74, and led the league in strikeouts in 1969. Name both of them. Larry Walker. Larry Walker is one. That's Oh, Larry Walker, of course. Yeah. Was Palmer a Canadian? Jim Palmer? Uh Oh, maybe. So I don't think so, but seventy-one oh, Cy Young Award. Ferguson Jenkins. Hmm. I don't know, something's telling me that he was Canadian. He was Canadian. Um, okay, let's okay. go with it. Yeah. You got them both. Good job, Ferguson Jenkins and Larry Walker. Good job. Thanks. Speaking of halls of fame, the NASCAR Hall of Fame opened its doors in two thousand ten and inducted five people into its inaugural class, three drivers and two non-drivers. I'd like you to name any three of them. So Richard Petty's going to be a lock. Earnhardt, France. Earnhardt should be a lock. Uh, France seems like a good answer. Hendrick seems like a good answer. The other one I was going to say. How many did you say were? We need three out of five. Three were drivers, two were non-drivers. Two were not drivers. Wing name. Was there an The non-drivers are going to be the owners. Yeah, it's going to be. No, it's not. Like, uh, probably, uh, probably Rick Hendrick. And. Joe Gibbs. Maybe Joe Gibbs, but I don't, I don't know about it. It Um, wouldn't be France, like be the other one? Maybe France, yeah. Uh, since yeah, the France family, they yeah they got to be because they're they're NASCAR. So yeah, it's got to be the France family. Okay. Uh, and then and I who the third Richard Petty's. Richard Petty's a lock. 
maybe mm-hmm. Lee Petty. Uh, he's up there and wins. Could be Jeff Dale Gordon. No, it wouldn't be that? Gordon. Uh, I don't think he was retired by then. Okay. But um, Earnhardt's got to be the second one. Right? Earnhardt, Earnhardt, Petty, yeah. and maybe mm-hmm. even Lee Petty. Because Lee Petty was up there and wins too. So you need three. What do you got? I think Earnhardt, Petty, and then do you want to go Hendricks or France for the third? Let's go France. Yeah. Okay. Dale Earnhardt, Richard Petty, Junior Johnson was your other driver. Junior Johnson was the name I was trying to pull. Yeah. And shoot. then the other two were actually father and son, Bill France Jr. and Bill France Sr. Yeah. I knew it, I knew it had to be the Francis because they were an ass car. Yeah. Speaking of drivers, in which sport would you um, most likely come across such terms as Heiser, Anheuser, S curve, and Tomahawk? What's the phrases again? Heiser, Anheuser, S curve, and Tomahawk. For some reason, I'm picturing those being like highlight terms, (laughs) like the way you throw the ball. So, what's what sports spell? Heiser and Anheuser. H-Y-Z-E-R Ooh. and A-N-H-Y-Z-E-R. Hmm. Tomahawk and S-Curve. How about lacrosse? S-Curve. Is this some sort of some sort of skateboardy sort of thing maybe or something like snowboarding? Tomah- I like snowboarding. Yeah. 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 I'm going to give you the um, category again. It's speaking of drivers. All drivers. drivers. I assume it's not as simple as golf. <laughs> yeah. Tomahawk. Yeah, the tomahawk made me think lacrosse because it's like in Native American sport. Yeah. But what would driver have to do yeah. with Yeah. Oh, <sighs> driver of a bobsled? Oh, sure. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, I like, like that. that. I like yeah, that too. That. That's yeah. not it, but I, nice. I like that. Oh, oh. <laughs> actually, you were really close. It was, it's disc golf. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. I should have known that with Dan asking the question. Shoot. <laughs> Speaking of getting high, in 1974, while hopped up on greenies, which infamous pitcher hit the first three Cincinnati Red? batters that he faced on purpose he had another famous drug fueled game four years earlier ellis yeah is that doc ellis it is doc ellis yeah he said he didn't like the reds he didn't like their moxie so he just decided to well, you know that's fair it's good you know it's good enough reason i guess he would have hit five in a row except that he missed the fourth one <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what, what kind of a what kind of an ump leaves a guy in after hitting like four guys in a row? <laughs> it's like, eh, nothing to see here. Just move along. Right. Speaking of pirates, if you were to launch a towering shot over the right field wall at PNC Park in Pittsburgh, which river would you land that ball in? Was it the Allegheny, Allegheny or the Monongahela? Allegheny River. It's, a, it's the Allegheny River. Right. All the points. Yep, it is the Allegheny. Yeah, although it's not very far from where. They all come together. But. No, that's that's the three rivers: yeah. Allegheny, Monongahela, the Ohio. That's your three rivers. All right. So, speaking of rivers, can you name the four NBA franchises for which Doc Rivers has been the head coach? 
Celtics won a championship. Clippers, long time. Um, I know he played for the Knicks. I don't know if he coached there. Uh, played for the Hawks. Don't know if he coached there. Was he the guy? If I'm not losing my mind, that went to Marquette, or did he coach for the Bucks? I feel like he had a Milwaukee tie. I think he went to Marquette, right? Yeah, I think he that did sounds too. right. But I don't know if he coached then for him too. But I know he coached Celtics and the Clippers. Was he one of the coaches in that game where Ron Artest went into the crowd? I feel like I remember him holding that would have been that. Detroit and Indianapolis. Yeah. Was he in I Indianapolis? I don't think he was coached. Doc Rivers. Phoenix? I don't think so. Phoenix? Um, I'm not going to know this for sure. I can just. Well, we're getting down to the time. Why yeah, I don't know. It. Yeah. Okay. What's, what's the, the other two teams? started with the Magic. Huh? Okay. Then the Celtics, the Clippers, and he is now with the 76ers. Oh, that's right. He is now with the 76ers. Speaking of head that. coaches, which head coach had the most professional wins for any big four league? Connie Mack. Well, Connie Mack, they don't play as many football games as most, they do basketball yeah, games, most right? Wins. They're not talking about titles, just just win yeah. win games. Oh man, Mack, right? I don't know, man, because I'm torn between either. Uh, Phil Jackson, or I mean, or, if it's any sport other than baseball, they'd have to play twice as many seasons. And Connie Mack was like forty or fifty years as the manager. Yeah, it feels pretty good. I, I don't know. Okay. If, yeah, whoever coached the Canadians during their whole long title run. See, I was but... going to say Scotty Bowman because he bounced around so many times and he always landed on winning teams. But yeah, we'd go Connie Mack. Connie yeah. Mack sounds like and Popovich now is number one in basketball. You're right. It is as Popovich. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Yep. Connie Mack. Yeah, it's Connie Mack, and it's not close. Yeah. yeah LaRusse is second, I think. Um, I'm sorry. I think Tony LaRusse is second now. I think so too. And then you get down into yeah, it's, uh, Bauman is the is the NHL one, and Popovich is NBA. All right, we're gonna finish uh, with um, speaking of return of the Mac. Oh. In Mike Tyson's punch out for the NES, hmm. who was Little Mac's final opponent before he gets a shot at Tyson himself? It's Super Macho Man? No, I think it's Mr. Perfect, isn't it? Was he in the, the Mike Tyson one? I don't remember Mr. Perfect. No, you're right. It is Super Macho Man. You, you I think didn't it let is me Super finish Macho. the question, but I'm going to no. let you keep going with what oh. you got. I thought you were done. <laughs> no, I mean, the the rest of the question was going to say his name may evoke another great in-ring performer. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, which could also be Mr. Which could Perfect. also be Mr. Perfect or <laughs> Super uh-huh. Macho Man. Because <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, in, that, in that third round, you go through some of the other guys again. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it is uh, Super Macho Man because... It's right after Bald Bull. Like again. the second Bald Bull, maybe even? Yeah, the second Bald Bull. And then Is there a second Don Super Flamengo Macho also? Man. Yeah, the, Don Flamenco is the first one in that major league series. 
and the Japanese guy you face again too, I think, who you ran yeah, the first Piston Honda. with. Piston Honda's yeah. in there too, but yeah. he's early. It's either Super Macho oh. Man or Mr. Perfect. Yeah. There was also wasn't there a Sandman? There's a there is a Mr. Sandman, yeah. Which also I, Yeah, there's also <laughs> pro wrestling guys I, there. I, now I want to say Sandman is the last guy. No, I don't think it's No. I, I'm I like the Super Macho Man. I really do. The, the last part of the question, which I didn't add, is a great ring performer who may have been placed into an unjust position. Yep, it's Super Macho Man. Yeah, 100%. With that clue, it's 100%. He's unjustifiably in a position he'd rather not be in. That's a hmm. that's that's a Macho Man quote. That's a Macho Man Randy Savage quote. I always had trouble getting past Bull Bull the first time, so I didn't spend a lot of time in that second yep. set or third so, set. So, yes, it is Super Macho Man. So, yep. um, thanks. We're uh, we're running against the clock here, but I just want to hey, say thank you guys for coming on and um, and playing this. Uh, we'll see you back next year around this time, and we'll we'll do our fireside game again. Um, so for Greg, for Scott, for Gary, I'm Dan, and um, we'll see you next year for our fireside game, and we'll keep the bench warm until. Ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the ball. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP.